Here's Gourlami. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. This week we're talking about uh, Eternals, directed by Chloe Zhao. Um, this is, well, at the time of recording, the most recent Marvel movie. Actually, you know, by the time this releases, it'll be closer to Spider-Man. That's crazy. Because mm-hmm. Spider-Man releases in December. Mm-hmm. which I think it's gonna... a December 17th. Yeah. So this might be coming out like right after or around that, that time. time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so whether Spider-Man's come out or not at this point, uh, yeah, Eternals was relevant yeah. when we decided to record this. We yes. all got off seeing it this weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, I think you saw it the most recently. I right, saw it Paul yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Last okay. night. So you're the freshest. Mm-hmm. I think we saw it Thursday because uh, I'm a Marvel fuckboy. Yeah, I know. Fucking night release, bro. <laughs> you made me have to go see it Friday morning just to feel like I had to keep up. Keep up, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's talk about it. Um, this movie came out, yeah, this year, 2021, Chloe Zhao, starring Richard Madsen. Is that his name? Madden. Madden. Uh, Gemma Chan. And, yeah, uh, and those were all the main names I put up there. <laughs> yeah, Kumail Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why did you put Kumail Nanjiani up there? Uh, Angelina Jolie. Um, yeah, there was 10 Eternals was something yeah, I realized when I was writing yeah, this board. And that's too fucking crazy. Well, it's not that there's too many, but it's crazy to me that they managed to make this movie. I just movie. meant for our board. And, yeah. uh, too yes. many for our board. Yes. <laughs> that. True. Uh, I was pretty blown away that they managed to give every one of those characters like a pretty good little story in this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, Avengers. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie got a story. <laughs> but it's like, you know, Avengers was such a big thing because they managed yeah. to bring all these characters mm. together and, and five of them yeah and, and make it still give them all relevant time on screen and it was half yeah. this what this mm. movie had to introduce us to all 10 of these people so it was um, quite a feat I, Kamel Nanjiani. Chloe Zhao, yeah, Kamel Nanjiani. Yes. Sama right. Hayek. Oh, Sama Hayek. Oh, Sama Hayek. Uh, what was Angelina Gil- Jolie. What's Gilgamesh's name? <laughs> uh, Sa- uh, his oh, last name is Siok, I, I think. I love him in that show Atlanta. Oh, is he? No, not not. That's not Gilgamesh. That's Festus. Yeah. That's oh, that's Festus. Festus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Sama Hayek, Camille Nanjiani, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry, which yeah. is Festus, yes. mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Ridloff, uh, who was Makari and is also from the Walking Dead's oh, series. Um, okay. So that's how I knew she was already a. Um, a deaf actress, yes. you know, which I think was awesome. And then Barry Co- Kyogen. Kyogen was Druig. And, and then, then Ma Dong Siok. Siok was Gilgamesh. And then there's Harish Patel, who pay- played uh, Karin, 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 who was uh, the cameraman. The camera guy. Kumail Nanjiani's <laughs> camera. I loved him. I know. Yeah, a, a beautiful 11th edition <laughs> to our team that yes. we ended up getting. So, But yeah, this movie was uh, actually pretty awesome. In yeah. my opinion, I really walked out of it, uh, enjoying the shit out of it and excited that it's kind of like our, what I was hoping for, which it felt like was kind of a big jump off point for this next phase that yeah. mm-hmm. Marvel's attempting to kind of move into. Cause, you know, mm-hmm. we got all kinds of shit to look forward to walking out of this movie and in a positive way. Yes. You know, it wasn't like a, oh, great. We have more questions than answers now. It was very much like, ooh, where are all these things going to kind of lead to, you know? Mm-hmm. So How did pretty... you f- feel, Paul Damien? I feel I, I'm getting a negative. Aura like afterwards, off of you. yeah. I okay. So I actually really liked the movie. Oh, I did. I enjoyed it a lot. I 
Uh, I have the same criticisms I have with any Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, that Except for Black Widow. Very predictable. You fucking love Black Widow. Black Widow is actually really good, but <laughs> it, it does follow the same like faults that all Marvel movies right. have. Like, yeah. It's very predictable, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but my... My thing mm-hmm. is there were so many good shots. You know, you see oh, yeah, all true. the CG. The CGI was fucking fantastic Dude, in this action. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they did so well. But let me tell you something that really stood out to me. And it was CGI. It was a shot of an airplane flying by. And it was fucking dog shit. <laughs> it was a horrible CGI. And I what, was, apologize for the language. But what was the purpose of it? Was the airplane the just for... It was like there was a camera in the sky and the airplane flew by the camera kind of thing, kind uh, of shot. You know what I, I mean? I get what you're talking about. It was about. getting that shot. It and was the Kingo's camera, airplane, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the airplane looked horrible. I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. I was super upset about just that. Now, that, that doesn't fault the movie. I think that but... was just one studio. Because, you know, they right? had to hire, like, seven different, like, yeah. animation studios to do exactly. all this shit. And you're so shitting just... on their one job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they had one job, Kenny. <laughs> one job. And that's probably the best they could have done with it, too. Did you notice in Kingo's airplane? I've seen some good airplanes, okay? Well, tr- snakes <laughs> on a plane. Snakes best on a plane. airplane animations I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> no, in, in Kingo's airplane, he has... Uh, Captain America's like World War II shield. Oh, really? In there, yeah. You see it for a split second, and I thought they were going to make note That's of it, cool. and of course they didn't. You know what Easter I really wanted? Girl. I what? really wanted. I really wish that they had secretly planted a lot of the Eternals in oh, past Marvel movies. movies. Like maybe you see Cersei going and just like holding a little girl in like the first Avengers movie, like protecting her or something. That would have been, so you're talking about retroactively, but within this movie Mm -hmm. where you saw flashbacks of other movies. No, just like like, in in those movies, uh, you can go back and be like, Hey, look, there she is. Well, you know what I mean? Interestingly enough, I think that would be cool. Interestingly enough, uh, Gemma Chan who plays Mm -hmm. Cersei was in Captain Marvel. Oh really? But she was not playing Cersei. She was playing. Oh, <laughs> she Quota- could be. Kenny just yeah. reached across the table and gave me some quotations right in my face. Um, I mean, no, she was playing a other notable character, which was Minerva. And so, I don't think that they're going to be the same, especially because mm-hmm. Minerva was such a fucking asshole. Okay, and Fair Cersei enough. is like yeah. the nicest person in the yeah. world. <laughs> uh, which I was going to bring up. So, l- this movie did what I faulted Shang Chi with, which was kind of giving us uh promotional for something that they were gonna obviously twist on their head yeah which shang chi was like oh all this mystical talo shit Mm -hmm. um this movie did that with making us kind of think that icarus was going to be the main player yes in this movie yeah and in fact it wasn't it was cersei it was cersei yeah i was really thrown off by that i thought the i mean i was going to get into this later because i wanted to stay positive in the first half and come Mm -hmm. in a little more negative in the end (laughs) but it's all right um i i really think that the trailer did this movie incredibly dirty in my opinion absolutely i was pretty like that was one thing i was bummed out about coming out of the movie is i really felt like what it was meant to be the big twist in this movie the trailer shot right in the face by giving us scenes that didn't happen until much later in the film to put those puzzle pieces into Mm -hmm. place you know in the trailer we get the scene where we see ajak explaining to icarus that they only have seven days until the celestial is born but we don't get that information until like two hours into the film explain and up until that point he's pretending like he hasn't seen ajak in years so i was like blown away that they were so willing to put 
that it's like crucial scene that showed that he was obviously lying to everybody it and ended up being and, a mechanism and later. to the audience yeah. yeah and was and to show that he is like our secret villain you know what i mean i was genuinely blown away that that i from the moment he showed up at the beginning and i was like how did he just conveniently show up in this moment unless he was already aware of what's kind of going on yeah. he was just coming to visit cersei coincidentally that's insane yeah so i was very much like he's gonna be the fucking Did bad you mean guy to say cersei or or cersei. ajax He's saving Cersei. No, oh, when he okay. shows no, up in London, okay. when he just randomly yeah. shows up in London to fight the deviant that attacks that him, it was like, where the fuck did he come from? You know, yeah. and he's, his explanation being he was just coming to check on them. You yeah. know, so I don't know. I was that it became incredibly predictable. Pretty much the you know first few scenes of the movie, and I was really bummed that that was like that. And I blamed it wholeheartedly on the fact that that trailer had that scene in it. I yeah. really it was those things. Personally, so, I forgotten completely really about that even exchange of dialogue i knew that there must be a scene where salma hayek rides up on a horse wearing a cowboy hat um and when we it was revealed that she was dead um which real quick i called this shit i was like there's no way both salma hayek and angelina jolie are Survive this surviving movie. by the end of this fucking movie <clears throat> but uh no yeah when when we found her body dead um i was I, I was so, like, in the movie, I was like, I don't know where this could go. I don't know if I should believe that she's actually dead. I don't know if I should believe that's her body. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to believe that this is, like, the real reality that we're going to be getting mm -hmm. in this movie. Yeah. I, I was like, where are we going with this? I definitely was still, like, dwelled in the mystery, but I just knew that Icarus was going to end up being the villain. And it was, like, so weird because I kind of was like, dang, with you know, I just feel like that Superman avatar type is just being kind of demonized in yeah. movies right now i mean how look do you, at the how do you feel about them saying superman like directly comparing him to superman oh, in the movie superman. yeah it's, it's it's just showing that those things are a fiction in the marvel universe you know what i mean Fair um, enough. but i just think you know like i was gonna mention like look at the boys and look at the fact that they're redoing injustice again like i really feel like our uh they're doing that, like an animation of Injustice. Well, just that type. No, like, yes. That yeah. power the, set the is The dark just Superman like, trope. Yeah. Bright burn. Don't always, yeah. yeah, don't always think the brightest one is the best one, you know? I just, that was just a theme that I feel is like very popular um, right now. As, as soon as this movie started, Amber's first comment was, they really had to Star Wars the shit out of this, didn't they? <laughs> With the crawl. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I just dropped the fucking Kuna. She's holding um, us hostage. <clears throat> yes, I am. You guys better record this fucking Eternals episode with me. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, no, yeah, you're right. This movie had a fucking crawl, which was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I like you. It. Dug oh, it. It yeah. started with a crawl. That cool. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, I hated it. I agree. Really? I was like, no, you're doing it wrong. No, fuck, no, because yeah. I, I. I I have an issue with Marvel, mm -hmm. with any movie or any any property that I have uh, already pretty mm -hmm. good knowledge on going into it. I'm like, you need to tell this in the most economical way possible, and I will fault this movie with that, which is that they tried, and they still were missing my mark well, in expectation. What blew me away is I feel like everything we got in that crawl, we still got explained throughout the context yeah, of the film like they, it could have not existed and we would have still gotten all of the information that it kind of gave which was that he created them mm -hmm. 
to go to this planet. You know what I mean? Like everything it said was pretty laid out throughout the rest of the film. So it felt a little redundant and unnecessary too, which I was kind of blown. I kind of forgot it existed. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all just mentioned it and I was like, oh yeah. That, I think like 15% of the words in that crawl were gobbledygook <laughs> to anybody who hadn't known anything about the internal uh, Eternals beforehand. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the kind of shit that I'm like, you gotta be... You got to be smart with giving this information to people. So here's one other thing I wanted to just talk about, which was that uh, my viewing experience of this movie wasn't ideal. And that's where it was a little bit of a bummer. Where'd you go see it? Flicks. Yep. That's exactly why it wasn't (laughs) ideal. I'm never going back to that place. And here are the two reasons. Their seats goddamn suck assholes. But the movie was like a quarter of the volume that I would have optimistically wanted it at. pretty damn loud. Really? Ours, they got too many complaints or something. Dude, ours was insanely quiet. And what was blowing me away was that you could hardly hear the loudest dialogue. But then even when the action scenes would come in, they were quieter than the dialogue had just been before. Like one of those smart volume settings on I a TV like, or something? Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like the settings were off. And because in mine, my viewing, it was too fucking loud at some points. Jesus. To the point where when um, Erishim, the Celestial, was mm-hmm. talking, I couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> It was just like, <laughs> dude. It was it was insanely frustrating. And that place is like a draft house. They sell like mm-hmm. chips and queso and like crackly popcorn and just the loudest of foods. And so it was just like listening to the audience eat while like right trying so hard to hear Salma Hayek be like, oh yeah, seven. You know, to, uh, get this shit. They need to. They need to start doing you. like. That there needs to be a theater that's like you pay like a membership and you go there and you get like a free movie, like every two weeks or something. And you bring, they give you headphones. They give you fucking what dope ass headphones. We should just and you go to- plug it into the seat and you choose the fucking volume. And they can give you glasses that have <laughs> subtitles if you want. That would be my what thing. What if we yeah. made a VR theater? Oh, well I, that exists. Yeah. But a <laughs> VR theater here. Yeah, I mean, it ex- exists in the ac- internet. Yeah, but uh, like, you can go somewhere. Yeah, I, I you don't almost, have to own the VR set. I almost wanted to go see the movie a second time just because my, yeah, the view, I was still able to get into it, but the viewing was definitely mm-hmm. fractured by the fact that it, you know, like even, I know it sounds messed up, but like the Bollywood scene, I was like, all right, this this scene better be loud as shit. It, that's the only way it's accurate quiet and so i was very are bollywood movies notoriously louder i really liked they blow the speakers look at my for someone who's worked in a movie theater before (laughs) (laughs) and my favorite part about the bollywood scene was actually right after when they tell kingo that ajax is dead and you see his assistant immediately go and shut everything down (laughs) he's like oh this is serious and like you just, you don't see that anywhere else, yeah. you know? Were you guys in packed houses? Yes, it was packed. Kind of. Mine was packed. And how did the jokes go over in your theaters? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mine good. was deadpan. Really? No one no was laughter. interested in laughing for a fucking second. They were just oh, all, shit. action, action, they action. Were like, this think, is a serious viewing. I think they were confused <laughs> by the tone, frankly. Really? And I... I failed the same way. I couldn't believe the laugh that we they got from the IKEA table scene because people like lost it in our I theater. I think that one like got... they they hadn't seen it before yeah, fifteen else. times yeah. already. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like the delivery in the movie is just better though. Yeah, I guess because so. like it's there's, you get the context. There's a double yeah. joke. 
because he says ass afterwards. No. Yeah. He's like, it, Ikea. Ass. ass. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it, that's my which favorite kind of they, ass. They they Ikea ass. God damn it. I'm just kidding. But obviously, they couldn't put ass in the trailer. In, in the trailer. <laughs> right. No, for sure. So. Freaking red band trailer then. Dang. <laughs> just it says and that. I'm not saying the word ass. I'm, I mean, they couldn't put an ass. No, for sure. Like, like uh, idiocracy. Yeah. Like the... There's that movie in Idiocracy where it's just an ass. Do you guys remember? I that? fucking love that movie. Me too. The yeah. ass movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, yeah. Get back onto Eternal. Um, How accurate is this all to like Jack Kirby's Eternals? That's what I wanted to ask so, you because yeah. I was curious on how much like this, like their mission and like coming to Earth and stuff, is like accurate to what. So a lot of that. A lot of it is pretty accurate. Except for the growing of a celestial within Earth. Gotcha. I that, heard oh, that yeah. the characters are really accurate. Yeah, they're That's pretty accurate. There's a couple of like gender how they swaps. Act. Yeah, but yeah, they're like, for sure. their power sets and their attitudes are pretty spot on. Yeah, exactly. there's a couple of gender swaps. Like, Ajax is Ajax, and it's a man. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Sprite is a boy. Uh, Makari is a is man. Spike. Um, no, it's just also Sprite. <laughs> it's actually... It's 7-Up. Uh, God damn it, that was the joke I was going to... You're an alcoholic. That was the joke I was going to make. And Mankari. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kingo is actually a samurai in the comic books, oh. and he does samurai movies. That's bad. He does like B-movie samurai movies in the 80s. And so I thought that that was fucking sick that they, well, obviously I love Kingo originally, mm-hmm. but I thought it was sick. Why not do Kumail Nanjiani as a Bollywood as actor? Holy shit. The Bollywood star. Fucking Pakistani fucking Denzel over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Pakistani Denzel? That's his joke. Yes, on Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yes, that's why I, I love you. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> We're so meta. So, <laughs> what's it called? So niche. Um, like two years ago, mm-hmm. when Kamal Nanjiani got super buff, yeah, and they announced for Eternals, I com- like I completely forgot about all that when I was watching this movie, and I was like, "Oh shit, Kamal Nanjiani's in this movie." Yeah, and his jaw is like twice as big as yeah. it used to be, and he's the and he was the best comic relief in yeah. my opinion mm-hmm. because it came off so organically to how spiteful his character is you know mm-hmm. and you're just happy to see everyone i love the running joke that they're all college friends oh, yeah. you know I mean? so like especially when you say ah it's my friends from college i just mm-hmm. i fucking you just get so excited to have him in the movie yes so for sure. i love come on um, how did you guys feel that he was fucking written out of the third act that's what i was really about to actually bring up too is i just couldn't believe that he just got just walks away what from the final conflict, but then is there for the ending c- conclusion. Yeah, yeah I, d- I was very curious what the thought process there and why. I, I can't, for the life of me, imagine why. Maybe because he is, besides Thena, who would obviously have to go off and fight, what is his he's name? He's too strong. Like, it'd be too yeah, convenient I guess to have he's, him there. He's, he would be the one that could arguably tilt the other team against Icarus. Maybe. Because, I mean, we see him do that, like, extremely powerful bolt. Mm-hmm, that where he can, does. like, build up the power and mm-hmm. shoot, like, Which, one giant here. When he was shooting Hadouken. around... Yeah, when he was shooting around, I was literally thinking about spirit Dragon Ball gun. Z. Yeah. yeah. I was like... Whoa, Yu Yu Hakusho with the with spirit, the spirit gun. gun. No, but yeah. I was thinking... Gat- what is it? Gatlin gun? The Gatling gun? Yeah. yeah. No, Gallic... Yeah, it's Gatlin gun. Yeah. It's Gallic. Gallic gun, it's something fucking like that. Whatever. It's the super dragons or whatever. I was, I was just like, this is so fucking dope. Because I think originally Jack Kirby was like, pretty much everyone has kind of the same power, except mm-hmm. 
that everyone is mastering different versions of it is what I think Jack Kirby's kind of original idea was. For I the thought Eternals. their powers were fucking badass. Yeah. I thought from yeah. and they introduce them so awesomely where mm-hmm. we kind of get everybody's different power set and it really gives the group like a a dynamic to where when you get the different setups, it's kind of cool to see how they'll like work together, yeah. use their powers together. You know, I thought fastest, Festus. It is. It's. It's. Fast. It's supposed to be it's like fastest? Faust. It's supposed Faustus. to be like. Yeah, like because well, he's like extremely knowledgeable. So yeah. it's like Faust. You know the story of Faust, where he like sells his soul to the devil to get all of knowledge. I think that's what it's supposed to be. If like. you didn't know who the, the they, story of Faust is, but they called him Festus. They did kind of call him Festus, I guess. But yeah, I think it's supposed to be pronounced Faust. Yeah, it's like Faustus. That's just not what they called him. Regardless, <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean. uh they said Gilgamesh right. They said Druig right. Icarus was right. Gilgamesh, could, more like Gilgamesh. I could have sworn right? they said someone else's name kind of incorrectly, but I don't remember now at this point. Um, but anyway, no, yeah, I mean, Makari is like Mercury. Yeah. Uh, fucking Gilgamesh is like Gilgamesh. Um, <laughs> he, Icar- was, he was probably the one I felt like had the weakest writing, but yet and still somehow had like the most traumatic death. In the yeah. entire movie, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but just was the only one who didn't totally get a He was the only one that had an on-screen death. I well, no, it. that's not true. We saw Samaik in a flashback. I forgot about that. Sure. I was just going to say, I think his was so meaningful just because you kind of feel for him um, when he first goes with Tina. Yeah, you know? for sure. And so I think that's the only reason you feel so much when he dies, but especially because it's the first one that you see where – his powers get drained yeah you know and you'd There's, give me a little misinformation that we yeah. kind of thought he was going to be the villain you know yeah what I mean? so I, that's where i was kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop with him a, a little bit and it just once i mean but once we got to a certain point i was like okay it's obviously not gonna how, happen see, you i know? still thought there was a chance it was still gonna happen how did y'all feel about the deviant i have i hated it. no emotions for it yeah really no i i, I do have plenty of emotions for it and it's i hated how they how they finished it. Yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's I, the only thing I hated about it. Let's uh, let's take a quick break and then when we'll come back, we'll talk about the <laughs> All right. The feels like we've been talking about this for an an eternity at this point. Where's... I don't know about that. More like seven thousand years. Son... You know what also kind of bo- Where's my son? That was fastest in the, in the second <laughs> half of the movie. <laughs> Um, when, when like they're in like the 1500s and they're like for 7,000 years and then it was like present day and they're like for 7,000 years. Yeah. They didn't get the times right. And it was like, time. that's 7,500. That's almost <laughs> 8,000 years. You need, you need to do your math. Well, the, another line of dialogue that I heard was when Sprite talked about, or when she was reminiscing about Ajax and she was like, or she was telling somebody that n- none of us had died since uh, it was like 5,000 years ago. And I was like, who died? Oh, who died 5,000 years ago? And so I was like, Druig died 5,000 years ago. And then sure enough, no, he, he good homie. Um, Druig was my biggest turnaround in this movie I where that. I was like, Oh, I don't give a fucking shit about this guy. And then by the time I saw him in his outfit and Dude, his, his powers and like what he's been up to for the past several thousand years, I was like, this guy is my man. Yeah. Holy He's shit. got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> his armor at the end oh, God. was fucking sick. It's so dope. I love those colors. They look great. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you guys feel about the outfits overall? 
I dug them. I and, thought they were cool, but his was my favorite. And I definitely. fucking loved Kingo's version of Icarus's that we got to <laughs> yeah. see. For the as soon as he walked up, I was like, he's supposed to be Icarus. And yeah. when he was like, we're doing the legend of Icarus, I was like, that's so <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. Like, I could literally tell his little Bollywood. But I liked the, I thought they did such a great job of making them all have like an, a unique enough look, but still feeling like a a unit, like Power yeah. Rangers or mm-hmm. something. No, exactly. Same with their, both their power sets and their outfits. You yeah. know? So I was like really impressed that they felt like a team at all times that they were in those uniforms you know mm-hmm. and i liked how they got them on i liked that they like laid up against the wall and it like yeah digitally put it on for them like a fucking 3d printer yeah it's interesting that it's cool this is this kind of stuff that jack kirby loves that he loves like these big galactic like gods like l- living among men you know just huge monolithic kind of shit and it, we only really see his kind of design work reflected in the goofier version of the cosmic universe mm-hmm. within the MCU when it comes to Thor Ragnarok or even uh, a lot of the ego stuff, maybe. Definitely. And, Which and is, ego is technically also an eternal, wouldn't he no, be? No, he's a celestial. Oh, he's a celestial. Yes. That's right. So, um, yeah, I mean, celestials oh. come in all kinds of different shapes and sizes. But yeah, ego has always been a celestial, maybe even before the more monolithic versions of these celestials because i believe this version of celestials appeared within the eternals book in the 80s while ego was pre even earlier than that i thought he wasn't a celestial before this he he's always been a celestial yes Mm -hmm. so yeah he's always been a celestial but he's not always been star lord's that's that's what it is that's the new thing that that doesn't make any sense more like a celestial fool you know what i'm saying (laughs) I don't, I don't or, they're, get it. or they're fooling around on Earth, you know. Oh, I get I what you know. mean. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, this I, I, it's interesting to see them having to do what could basically be dumbed down to black leather for the X Men movies hmm. for the Eternals with this movie. Interesting, yeah, because it's it they wear such huge colorful costumes within the comic books but then they're like oh no 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 we have to trim it all down we have to make it like nice and ornate and it's very small and it's it's like you know taking away the yellow you know yeah giant, tights yeah. from from Hugh Jackman and putting the black leather jacket on him and i i don't know it it's, did you not love the outfits then no i you i did. like them just fine they do look very mcu which is my biggest gripe all the time whenever we get a new character, yeah. which is they all look the fucking same now. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you were to put Shang-Chi out in there with them, look like you fit. and then you ask your mom, like, hey, who shouldn't be here? She wouldn't point at Shang-Chi. She'd, She'd probably, probably point at Salma Hayek. Or, or Salma Hayek or, or uh, Angelina Jolie, because mm-hmm. she's in a more, like, draped kind of... Yeah, white gown exactly. kind of looking thing. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. It's 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 a mixed bag of emotions. It is a little bit. This whole movie is because this movie is trying to be beautiful mm-hmm. and grand, but at the same time, it's kind of dull and weird. You know, what, another thing that bugged me and did not need to be in the movie. What's that? The uh, sex scene. <laughs> so <clears throat> this is the first time there's a Marvel so sex scene. It really annoyed me. When there was a sex scene with Icarus and Cersei, yeah, towards oh, okay, the beginning, right. okay. like when they started making out, I was like, "Okay, they're gonna kiss," and then they were kissing for way too fucking long, mm-hmm. and then it was a sex scene, which was, I was like, "Whoa, PG thirteen, right? dude!" I heard groans in yeah. my theater because there was like kids and shit, and um, but 
later on with Festus, I was like, oh, he's gay. That's really cool. And then I was like, oh, look, they're going to have their scene now. I was like, they better have a sex scene too. <laughs> Otherwise, this movie's Imbalanced. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, and they oh. didn't have a sex scene, so I'm kind of upset about you it. You were there to have an because, even like, more intense sex like, scene. Like, all jokes aside. <laughs> Just straight porn. Like, all jokes aside, I, I'm somewhat genuine about this because, yeah. like... Like that that wasn't needed. Icarus and Cersei's no. sex scene. Like at it it did what did it do to for the story? It was Nothing. like, oh, they had sex, that means they're in love. No, that doesn't mean shit. Arguably Festus and his husband love each other way more. Where's their sex scene? Yeah. It's a good you know? Jesus. You just, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I appreciate the I was kind of for it. <laughs> irritated during the movie. I was like I, I was talking to Abra, I was like they're not gonna have a sex scene, are they? We got the so first. They need to. We know, got the first gay kiss in an MCU movie, and that was at I'll, least. I'll a accept step. it. <laughs> but part two, there better be a sex scene. Marvel, yeah. uh, fucking. You better listen up. Festus's son, he needs a brother. They need yeah. to have that sex. Yeah. <laughs> they better be pregnant. I don't think that's how it works. What if Festus builds a new son? Oh, oh shit! Interesting. Cool. He names him Vision. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, this is the first movie to have a sex scene because mm-hmm. i think Ever. episode one of luke cage we see like missy Knight's boob or something so nice. I, I don't mean, gross. It's, it's not the first time there was a sex scene in a marvel property but in it, under disney's even even under disney's kind of thing you know what i mean but yeah in the mcu this is a first sex scene but it made me mad it I wasn't was, needed at it, all it was not needed <laughs> not even a little bit but the movie um, was still good yeah, how did you guys feel about uh, the whole opening part where we see them like descending down onto what is it, Meso- Mesopotamia? Yeah, yeah, and she gives him the altered knife, and then I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, now they're gonna think this kid is like chosen by the gods. Yeah, and he'll probably become like a pharaoh down the line, stuff like that. Yeah, or um, whatever. The I, I really like, and I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was smart of them to give Cersei like that kind of millennial vibe to her because she definitely became a very comfortable avatar for us to follow through the storyline. I like yeah. that when we see her then taking the a Instagram photo. photo of like, oh shit, that's me. See, you know? like, <laughs> I laughed at that scene. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> funny. And yeah. my the theater was like, no, fuck this shit. <laughs> Yeah, I liked the when she put the filter on Icarus, and when you look at his facial expression, it's like, what, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, what is happening? I'm right no now. longer <laughs> eternal. What's happening? Yeah. It's not amazement. It's not joy or yeah. upset. He's just like I'm so confused when he looks at it, and I think he did a really good job. Yeah. Honestly, that's another scene I laughed at. My theater didn't have it. They were mm-hmm. like, nope. No laughs, please. They're like, who the fuck is laughing? <laughs> Loki, I felt bad for how much I was laughing at this fucking movie. It was it was funny in an organic way that I thought I definitely enjoyed it more in that way mm-hmm. than I normally would an MCU movie because I try to I take my MCU movies a little too seriously sometimes. I think that's why I hated Thor Ragnarok so yeah. much. At walking out of the theater, as I was ready for like the drama of the century and got <laughs> a Taika Waititi movie, you know. Um, also, I wanted to try to steer back to the deviants. Oh, right. So we were supposed we, to talk we, about We that. deviated from it, yeah, but we'll we get back on it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, how how did it make y'all feel? Like, the whole deviant part of it and then, like, the storyline and how thing? it ended. Yeah. In the Jack Kirby world? Yes. yes. Devi- stinky old deviants? Yeah. So, Thanos has the deviant, deviant syndrome. And mm-hmm. so, he was born... Bad. Ugly. 
and discarded. Bad to the bone. Yeah. Ugly and so and because discarded. of his because of that lineage, he becomes the way he does, which we do meet his brother Star in this Fox. movie. Yeah, Star Fox. Um McCloud. Fox which McCloud. is crazy. He came over from Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the first help. Super Smash Brothers. And I saw yeah. something about Thanos' mother being in an eternal or also or something. I yeah. don't know how much of that shit. Yeah, yeah. So right. yeah, they're they're the eternals of Titan. Is his whole family and, gotcha. and everybody. See, that makes sense. <clears throat> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so uh, the idea of the... Well, let's go to the Deviants first. Yeah. Uh, Keep deviating. The Deviants in this movie were necessary up to a point, and then they realized, we don't have anything to do with them anymore because we already changed the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do we do now? Let's have it to where, I guess, Angelina Jolie needs an arc or something. So I feel like the whole deviant thing was just kind of repurposed into the fact that there's so many characters and we have to balance it and have everybody do something. Yeah. Because we signed on Angelina Jolie. We need to have her do something. And you know? some of them need to die in a way that's not Icarus. You know what right, I mean? Like exactly. some of them have to die in more mysterious ways because if everybody's just laser eyed, they're going to figure out who the fuck's going around murdering everyone <laughs> a little True. quicker, you know? Um, but there's three voices in this movie that. I have three completely different Emotion. feelings about the first one being Crow, the main deviant who learns or who gains sentience or higher ability. higher sentience. He was so badass. Yeah, he was pretty honestly. Dope. I wanted him to I, kill Athena, and then I didn't want him to kill Athena. I wanted him to leave with Athena and make Eternals too. Oh, I wanted him to kill Athena, and then him kill the celestial maybe oh, drain shit. the celestial <laughs> like as revenge yeah and then and then have to fight icarus i wanted him to take thena and have a sex scene <laughs> <laughs> with festus, <laughs> with festus. <laughs> we all wanted different things here yeah. <laughs> so that's the first voice that bums me mm-hmm. out because he's played by bill skarsgård secretly Se- then yeah Damn who it. knew and I can hear his voice now. Yeah. Like, I can hear Bill Skarsgård now. Pennywise and the Deviant. It breaks my heart that, once again, a great fucking actor comes in to play a throwaway bad guy. A 30 throwaway words. CGI yeah. bad guy. Three, to yeah. play three monologues. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I mean, they can repurpose him because they, mm-hmm. they literally did that with Gemma Chan. Maybe he's not actually a throwaway dead. bad guy in fucking Captain Marvel. Maybe yeah. he's not actually dead. True. Maybe he heals. Maybe. He got sliced right through the head, but maybe. Um, Head healing. (laughs) Wolverine's got it. Crow's got to have it too. Um, No, but uh, so that's the first voice Mm -hmm. that really bummed me out because the deviants end up being just there for that. They're just a plot point. Exactly. Um, A mechanism, if you will. Um, An object. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we all have words. <laughs> uh, drum set. Adjective. Dang. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, so... Voice number two? Voice number two is... Well, the next two voices are end credit scenes. So I'll talk about them a little bit later. What did you think about the Black Knight being a cuckold the whole movie, basically? <laughs> um, well, do... That's a good call. Does Cersei and Icarus ever, like, rekindle? No. No, but you can very obviously, like when she talks about leaving Icarus, it's very obvious that she's just all, yeah, he just left. So I had to move on. I know. So that was like a, the worst way she could have told that yeah. dude that story. She's like, yeah, he left me and I was fucked up, but I just had to get over it. So now here you are. <laughs> so it's like, 
If he shows up, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> that, that's basically what she's telling him the whole time. Um, but I was actually kind of bummed out that Kit Harrington didn't have a bigger role in this movie. But it's fine seeing as he's Dane Whitman. Yeah. Yes. So. I mean, it was just introducing him as a yeah. person. You know, really all I felt like we got done in this. You know how they literally got him to sign on to this movie? What's that? Huh. They're like, you can come in. You only have a few scenes. There's all Game of Thrones. Well, straight up, they're like, come in. Don't have to sign up too much of a contract. You have a few scenes. And later down the line, if you want to come back, you can. That's literally how they got him. Because they were like, he was like, yeah, I don't have to do too much. And later on, if I want to be a superhero, I can. That's how they're doing it now. Where they're just like signing on anybody. Where they're like, hey, come in. Should I submit an application? (laughs) Honestly, right? (laughs) Well, anybody of note. So, Paul Damien, I, I've written a few notes. <laughs> uh, let's hope this podcast blows up and that Ooh. way you can join the MCU. There you go. <laughs> you can be Kingo's little brother. I was literally going <laughs> to say that. You can be Batman. Um, He's not in the MCU. So who's, yet. who's your favorite Eternal? Ooh. Okay, so one thing I wanted to laugh about was that, or one thing I wanted to mention that I really laughed about was that when we finally get the whole team together, mm-hmm. you know, when they finally got fastest and the whole team was kind of like, I was like, oh, sweet. This is the whole team. We got the whole team back together. So when they brought the ship up and Makari was in there, I was like, holy shit. I forgot all about her. <laughs> yeah. I like, cracked up because I was like, fuck, I completely forgot one of them. Yeah. Uh, but I would honestly say, I think like Makari or Druig were like two of my low key favorites. And for all the same reasons you said Druig, I felt like he had not had the, one of the biggest arcs of going like from like, arc. yeah, from like one of the shittiest to like being like a character you genuinely cared about greatly by the end of the movie and you know someone who was obviously the the most i mean selfish and selfless in a way that he felt like watch i can do it better you know and then did it with this whole community of people but i just liked makari because i just think that actress is kind of awesome and i Mm. I love the you know the use of deaf actors i'm one of those that like it advocates for that kind of shit more than the color of people the disability of people who needs to be represented a little bit more and what a cool way to do it in something like the eternals even though it's kind of weird that the celestials would make one of them a child and one of them deaf for some I think, reason i think it is it, maybe her to, ear she can break broke. the sound barrier yeah <laughs> well i mean like no joke like it doesn't no i think it's more so because they kind of oh I mean, even some actors had accents. So it's almost like they had to make them as wide varied as humans are Mm -hmm. already on the planet. So they're like, well, we need to have someone that can speak Spanish and someone that can speak, you know, just all these different. Yeah. Drew spent the last 5,000 years in South America and still speaks like he's straight out of the UK. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Irish as hell or whatever, (laughs) Scottish, whatever he is. Uh, I would have to say Makari and Cersei were my favorite, Dang. to be honest. Yeah. Makari, I just, I love super speed characters. I love speedsters. And this They're is the best really representation cool. of speed in the MCU. Okay. Yeah. So when I was watching this, I looked at Amber and I was like, this is how they should have done the Flash in DC, in the DC movies. Mm-hmm. And she looked, she, she, immediately I saw her face and she was so bummed out because she, she knew I was right. Yeah. <laughs> they did it so fucking well. Like the, yeah. the way they show her running, she doesn't look fucking weird. It doesn't yeah. look badly done. Yes. <laughs> the Ezra Miller, the <laughs> Ezra Miller running is, off. it pisses me off <laughs> uh, because I love the flash, yeah. you know, but Cersei, I, I, I really enjoy her character. Um, but I you, love her power set. Yeah, no, her power set's dope. Yeah. You didn't feel too much that she was literally right along, kind of like learning as she goes. I don't. Cersei? Yeah, I don't feel like I got too much of 
her mm-hmm. out of her. I would I agree d- with that. I just don't understand how you could be fighting for over 7,000 years and you're just all, I could do this with my power? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I it's agree. It's like, what the fuck, dude? I agree. But it's, it's whatever. I think um, it shows how non-combatant she yeah, always kind of exactly. chose to be. And it's one of those, her power set is a little overpowered if you think mm-hmm. about it you know she's like uh adam eve from, or like iceman or yeah. like iceman you know it's just that or level like, of they don't know their true limits yet mm-hmm. you know and those limits are scary you know yeah. and oh, how yeah, far true. they could even really go you know it's like deep waters you'd be too afraid to swim in because you might not ever make it back to the shallow end <laughs> again you know yeah um but yeah i agree with you that i feel like we she was really just someone for us to follow along with and if she didn't have like i mentioned earlier that more like millennial kind of like mentality or like vibe it would have been harder to you know yeah if she would have acted like she was a seven thousand year old being it would have been like fuck like this feels so much less something someone i want to even give a shit about like icarus he acted more like a seven thousand year old being absolutely Uh, so did angelina jolie well i'm not gonna lie i was gonna say my b team well you didn't mention yours who are your two favorites oh um sorry I still really love Icarus. I and Kingo, of course. Oh, Gilgamesh. And Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is my standout. I thought for some reason Gilgamesh was going to be the secret trader long before. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's his and, name. Well, yeah. Uh, but now looking at the whole movie as a whole big scope, I love his character because he's very jokey. He's very, um, you know, he's been, he knows he's he's a tired warrior. Yeah. Like he's he's done it all and before. Empathetic as fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and he was willing to just like spend the rest of his life just watching over Athena, babysitting a crazy person, which yeah. is like the worst reality yeah. in a way, even worse than for the crazy person you're dealing with. Yeah, but then also his powers, I fucking loved, where he was just like extremely strong, and he just had these super gauntlets. He was the tank, gen- yeah, essentially. <laughs> and I don't know, I've been gravitating towards that a lot lately. I, I've been. I'll read like Fantastic Four and I'm like, I can't wait to see the thing again. You know, like I'm just always <laughs> looking like at the big tough boys. Yeah. Like I just bought that Howard the Duck pop. Mm-hmm. Literally, I don't even care for him in the game. And but because he's in that big Mech fucking suit. suit, I'm just like, he looks so fucking dope. You know, <laughs> the sick fucking pop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those, I, those are my favorites. Yeah. But um, I was going to say my B team would honestly be Thena and Fastest, though, because I actually really liked Angelina Jolie's acting for what she was given, which I, was me too. You have to be this mentally broken, crazy person. And I thought she killed it. I genuinely felt for a, really Fina, a lot of the scenes that we were seeing her in and like the parts where you could tell like it was like she was like basically like half in control where he's like, you know, stay. And she's like, I, I got it. I'll stay. You know, like I really I felt like she turned her acting chops up to like 10, you know, like yeah. and it, she had to. I felt like for what she was given, if she didn't really give it her all, it would have also once again, not landed quite so well, but I really was impressed by it, but also fastest because I love that actor. You know, we are both fans of Atlanta. And so that we kind of enjoy his career as it is, but even beyond him being like the con, the, comic relief at times and having like those blatant hilarious moments i he like once again my the moment that i got tears in that film was when he was at the epicenter of hiroshima like crying his eyes oh, out dude. and being like dude they drug was right they're not worth it you know like they're not worth saving i was literally like because it's i mean imagine feeling responsible for all of that death because you tried to help 
humanity move along in a positive way and then that's how they fucking used your gifts to them it's like so shitty and like i literally like talking about it now i'm like getting a little bit of chills because that scene really got my ass good and then by the time i loved that he was the one that got to fucking put icarus in place Mm -hmm. you know like i was so glad that dude his i don't know where all this technology that was like holding icarus down i was like whoa okay fast this is dope and you can tell oh it's draining it and he's draining and he says it like i've been planning this shit for fucking thousands of years, <laughs> motherfucker. I've been perfecting these devices to fuck with you. I, I've been wanting to do this. You know, I thought, I mm-hmm. love that they all kind of been wanting to pick a fight with Icarus all these years. We got <laughs> the thing with Thena where he's like, you've never fought me. And she's like, but I've always wanted to, you know, and then they have their fight. I like that they all kind of knew he was something to potentially be controlled or have to be dealt with. You know, it's like fucking Batman dealing with Superman. He's like, I just got to have that get out of jail yeah. free card just in case that guy turns into an asshole. I yeah. got to have kryptonite in my belt at exactly. all times so i fucking ate that shit up so that's definitely my b team too because honestly i i really love both of their performances and you know what they did in the movie so it's a great that's what really blew me away all 10 characters for the most part had i think sprite was the one i kind of didn't give a shit about i was like oh you're, my God. you're, you're a perpetual child and you were in love with icarus and now you're betraying all your friends like come on i thought her betrayal was going to be like a like a, a double twist. a double agent yeah where she was like me yeah, i was hoping him. so yeah, yeah i thought she was just gonna go along to help but maybe like create illusions where he thought he was getting done what he wanted to and in I, reality she was manipulating him i feel his anger or her anger as well though yeah. where it's like you know what fuck it yeah let's destroy this earth because i don't want to be a child no she's more. like nobody yeah. takes me serious yeah. kind of thing yeah she probably wanted to erase it and move on to the next one right yeah just but i'm you know, Amber hated her character. Like, Amber was like, why is this bitch still around at the end of the movie? Like, I'm not even kidding. You know, it would have been great, um, or maybe it could still be great, uh, pairing her up with uh, Kid Loki, since they're both delusionists. See, so, weren't they talking about a Marvel movie that came out where they didn't know what universe it was in? Was it this movie, or was it a different movie that they were talking about? I don't know what you mean. Oh, I think it was, um, I think it was a trailer. But um, I was hoping that this wasn't a part of the main MCU oh, really? storyline. That way, she can kind of take on a oh, kid she Loki would be role, like Loki. Yeah, going forward, because I would think that'd really be really cool. I think in the comic book, Sprite is a little bit of an asshole, anyways. So that kind of lines <laughs> up, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. And a um, dude, so that lines up too. Yeah, um, that he should he'd be in love with Icarus, you know? Yeah, for sure. How did y'all feel about Icarus killing himself? I don't think he killed himself. Yeah, that's what I'm I, more than certain he's dead. No, if you don't, don't if so. you don't see someone die in a in a Marvel movie, they're not dead. That's really the my rule of thumb as far as it goes. And we didn't see him die; we just saw him fly into the sun. So and die. <laughs> okay, I'll, little, I'll tell you. I'll tell okay, you what. If you don't see a corpse, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you what. If he is dead, fine. If he, that's true, I, mean, I, think I don't think I think it's fine if yeah. he's dead. But I mean, like, I think he's dead. Yeah, I mean, I think it's stupid to throw away a character like that. But my thing is, but I think he's dead. I didn't expect them to make him so much of a Superman analog. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I never had seen him as a Superman analog previously. It was always Quasar, who I think a, a, appeared around the same time, mm-hmm. and then Gladiator from the Shi'ar Empire, and then eventually Sentry as the Marvel and Hyperion. See if they, oh, yeah, Hyperion that, from the eighties too. If they really want him to be like a a monologue for Superman, he would be alive. But I, I don't think... I don't think he's pow- he as powerful as Superman. I think it was yeah, more... Kind of. Yeah, I think it was more of a joke 
that they brought it yeah. up. And um, so that's why I'm more than certain that he's going to be dead in, speaking, in the sun. Speaking of them continuously referencing Clark and, and Superman and stuff like that, there is a point where they're in Faustus's house and they pick up a Star Wars book off of the Ikea mm-hmm. table. Um, and I felt like that was a reference to a voice we hear in the first uh, after credit scene, after credit scene which, which is, is Pat Oswalt. He does the mm-hmm. whole like Marvel. Uh, what was it? Pip? The filibuster. Yeah, he plays Pip the Troll. Pip. Yeah, fucking yeah. Patton Oswalt for his third fucking Marvel goddamn project. <laughs> yeah, because like, he was Modoc, and then he was the the, yeah, he, the Coing brothers. Yeah, I think Agents of Shield. There's yeah. like there's like a do- bunch of him in Agents of Shield. I love like Patton a countless Oswalt. number yeah. of brothers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he plays Pip. But I think that that was a reference to like they can't be in the same universe because like he does that whole filibuster in Parks mm-hmm. and Rec where he's like, this is how the Star Wars universe and yeah. the Marvel <laughs> universe come <laughs> together. <laughs> And so it was almost like a reference to that joke. Oh my where god, like, I remember that. They're like, we have to show you the Star Wars logo in this Marvel movie so you guys will never believe that they could ever cross yeah. over. Star Wars is obviously fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Marvel that. is real. Star you know Wars what they fiction. Should do? They should make a, a Star Wars, they should do it in The Mandalorian or something where uh, Grogu has a, a, a Spider-Man <laughs> toy or something. <laughs> Grogu. Um, so do y'all, do y'all want to talk about the after credit scenes? Yeah. yeah. So we see we meet Thanos's brother, Eros, yeah. Eros? Star, Fox. Star Fox. Star Fox is this superhero name, um, and, and he is an Eternal. And he, I don't know if he was ever a part of. So he's an Eternal in his and on Titan. And Thanos is essentially a deviant. He is he's an Eternal a, that went bad. He's like he's like like corrupted. Like his like, files corrupted. Exactly. Okay. Straight up. Well, so that's another thing that this movie does is where it kind of makes them seem like they're like bio organic machines, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. not, not a thing. true whatsoever in the yeah. comic books. Um, <clears throat> so that was, I think, a detriment on my end of liking this movie. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh no, they can't. Oh, be this robots. is Westworld. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can't be robots. That doesn't make sense. Because, um, like, Fastest has a son. Or, <laughs> see, how did that happen? How did that? It, 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 he had to. I'm the, more than certain. The husband had the. <laughs> or the husband had the son previously. Oh, true. 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 Y'all it's possible. Know. I have gay parents. It's possible. <laughs> Both my parents are gay now. That's true. Both your mom's and your dad's. Yeah. <laughs> I got two dads now. <laughs> um, no, but anyway. Um, so we meet Harry Styles as Star Fox, mm-hmm. and it was. It, it, I think it's fine. My theater seemed to not give a fucking shit. Really? Yeah, they were like, okay. I, my theater was like, they were just sitting there absorbing it and just being like, I don't, I guess, I don't know what's going on, you know? I think you told me that he was Star Fox, like, previous I, to Like a couple viewing, weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, I did. And... <clears throat> I fucking asshole. I saw it and he was like, "It's Star Fox," and I was like, "Why does that guy look familiar? I don't know who the <laughs> fuck that guy is." Yeah, uh, but yeah, Pip the Troll was part of the Infinity Watch, who looked which was rough. I'm not gonna lie, I thought yeah, the CGI he looked Pip pretty bad. Looked, that was where the CGI I was like, because I thought he looked pretty rough. Yeah, that was more acceptable to me than the airplane. <laughs> in all honesty, because that's easier to get done. Exactly. Uh. So he's part of the Infinity Watch, which is kind of like the proto Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm, because okay. the Infinity Watch was Adam Warlock, Gamora, Drax, Pip the Troll, and Thanos at one point. 
Um, and now we have a definite casting of Adam Warlock. So, yeah. you know, we definitely have those things that are probably going to come together. Who is it? It's Will Poulter or Porter? You or? ever seen Where the Millers? The Y'all are getting paid? The little kid? Oh, fuck. It's that guy. Yeah. But he's handsome all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, he was... <laughs> can't put his face. Interestingly enough, he was almost Pennywise before Which would have worked. Yeah. Honestly. I like both actors. Yeah. They're both pretty good. Um, but yeah, he's going to be Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they made Star Fox. I don't know why they brought him into the MCU. I can't imagine. I guess it's so that they can take the Eternals. Well, I mean, it's, it's the Eternals issues off planet, and it makes sense. They have a way to know where Arishem, because all of our characters have never even spoken to Arishem that are going to have to go and oh. deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't know where to find him or how to even like begin That's... any of that search because none of them have ever been the keeper of the orb. <laughs> That's you know? another thing is Arishem didn't make all of the Eternals. Yeah. I mean, maybe he did in the MCU, but not in the comics, you know? And so that's really weird that all of a sudden there's just one Eternal or one, one Celestial, celestial. Yeah. in charge of that project, yeah. it seems like. That's weird. Um, do you know what I was just thinking about this? When Pip first showed up and he like fell through, like teleported in and he fell over with his beer. At first I thought it was Thor. I thought it was Seth Rogen. Really? I thought it was, I thought Seth it was Rogen. What if he Seth just Rogen. stood up and it was all yeah. <laughs> straight up? He's like, "Where's the pineapple express?" <laughs> straight up, I was because, like, you know how I'm like all on this bend of wanting Seth Rogen to play fucking Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Now. Oh, I yeah. was like, no. <laughs> I was like the worst possible character for him to play. <laughs> um, but how did you feel about um, the second post credit scene? So the second post credit scene. That's where the other voice was. Yeah. Yes. Heard. And so it's Dane Whitman opening up the case that holds the ebony blade. Mm-hmm. And Which I loved. Yes. I thought it looked fucking sick and I liked that it like responded to his touch and stuff. I yeah. was like, Whoa. He didn't even touch it. Yeah. It was just like floating was, towards his was, touch. Yeah. The oils were like It's yeah. like ferrofluid. Mm-hmm. What is ferrofluid? It's um like oil and um, metals mixed together oh. so that way when you put like a magnet over it or under oh. it you can see the magnetic field that's cool yeah it's, it's like a symbiote <laughs> yeah it that it does look like a symbiote yeah um it, it makes it seem like the ebony blade is too similar to the all black in that sense but mm. it's still a cool looking thing yeah. regardless and i like that it was wrapped what? in bandages is it is it is it like spacey like that what am i trying to say is it uh Cosmic? Cosmic, yeah. No. It's exactly. more mystical. It's mystic. That's yeah. where yes. there would be a big difference between And the... that's why we hear the ending credit scenes that we hear, mm-hmm. the voice that we hear, which is Mahershala Ali. Blade. As Blade. As Blade. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Dude. So, th- so this is my three voices. So, Bill Skarsgård bummed me out, because fuck, why not give him a better role? Mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt, I was right down the lane for, because I was like, Fine, perfectly great. He's Mr. Marvel mm-hmm. at this point. And then the third voice being Mahershal Ali's voice. I'm like, fuck yeah! Dude, that honestly, because at the end I was like, wait, who the fuck could that be? And I couldn't put the the face mm-hmm. to the to the voice yet. And so I just looked up Dane Whitman and I just, because I didn't know anything about the Black Knight. And yeah, so right. I just looked into it a lot and I was like, oh, he was on the team... He was on a team. What was it MI thirteen? Yeah, yeah. And with uh, with Blade, and there's a few other people, but Blade really stood out to me. And I was like, they're remaking Blade. Yeah, it's Blade. Yeah. So, so. MI. So that's one thing that really bugs me out 
about Mahershala Ali's mm-hmm. voice is he's not British. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Brooks is British. And so for a second iteration of a live action blade we're not getting british blade no but it is what it is and so and i told you this off cast that i kind of misheard the voice a little bit and Mm -hmm. got a little excited for a something i mistook which is that i thought it was fucking jeffrey wright's voice at the end who played uatu in the what if series so i thought they were like boldly and brashly being like hey you know all that shit you just saw in what if it's relevant to the fucking MCU. Hillary thought it was Kong. And I thought it would have made... Oh, Kang the Conqueror. Oh, sorry. <laughs> King Kong. Yeah. Um, and she thought it was Kang the Conqueror, so we were all being racist and just <laughs> random black guys. But um, I just really I mean, thought, right. you know, because like you mentioned that they had to push Eternals back until What If mm-hmm. came out, that that made so much sense that it was... Mm-hmm. Uatu basically becoming president because be we've cool. seen that he obviously is willing to fuck around at this point and it would make so much sense for him to be like are you sure you're ready for that you know to yeah. Dane Whitman in that moment so I was like walking out being like holy shit that was fucking the watcher and so when I everyone was like it's Blade I was like oh okay I guess I fucking mistook that shit real hard I'd, I'd much rather it be Blade I, just because like you were saying the sword is more mystic than cosmic yeah. and I just want Blade to be like hey let me teach you some skills on using that sword first. It would make sense. But I'm I'm pretty sure Dane Whitman, just because he probably knows more about his family already, you know? Well, that's being, the thing. He, they, he has a line in the movie where he's like, I've been learning a lot about my family. Yeah. It turns oh, out we're okay. fucked up. Yep. You know? Okay, never mind. Because um, I was going to say maybe he has like, already training. Skill. Yeah, yeah, but... What was I going to say? I'm just now I'm curious on which way those two are going to be engineered into each other. Are we going to see Dane Whitman in Blade or are we going to be introduced to Blade in a Black Knight film? Right. Potentially? Like, I don't know. think we're going to get a Black Knight film. You think he'll never it's take it like what you said earlier? We'll definitely get Dane Whitman in Blade. I think oh, what that it is, works for Kit Harrington even more. Exactly. With, they're like, you don't have to do very much. Yep. And then if you want to do it, you can. Kind exactly. Of so what I think they're trying to do is reverse engineer a weird uh, Midnight Suns, which is like the more like mystic, terrible, like darkness, mm-hmm. dark hold type shit from mm-hmm. the, the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Which would be like Blade and Doctor Strange and now Black Knight. And it, it would probably all be going up against Wanda's holding Whole of thing. the dark hold. Yeah. Do you, you think know? they're going to kind of do like a Dark Avengers kind of thing? Like, so, they're, they're well, building a Dark Avengers team? So they're going to do, like, a Mystic Avengers with okay. that. And I don't know what they'll call them. I hope they don't call them the Midnight Suns, because that's not they call them the Mystic wonderful. Avengers? Well, I mean, that, that would be fine, too. But <laughs> kind of... I, I, I hope they do a Dark Avengers with, like, actually, like, Norman mm-hmm. Osborn and no, shit like that. You don't see that's what they're doing with, you know, like... Uh... Mm, good call. They uh, should do a Dark Justice I don't know. League. They don't... You know, U.S... Right, the U.S. agent, US agent and and, and Madam Hydra and all that shit. Yeah, I don't know. That shit seems like I totally forgot about. Yeah, that. and Florence yeah. Pugh. You know, look at the end of Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's obviously a team that Madam Hydra is pulling I together. Totally so I've just I've literally put the Dark Avengers label on that yeah, project, and, and I hope like, they don't call it Dark Avengers because. That's the thing. Like, they, they, what do they call it? Some dumb like the Big Bad Avengers. Which no, you they're, they're, they're not so Avengers. They're gonna call it the Thunderbolts, oh, which okay. is gonna bum me out even more because yeah. it's like, no, make the actual Thunderbolts. Fucking you know? Juggernaut. They're the Thundercats. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's, <laughs> y'all want to do ratings? That's Eternals. Oh yeah, we or, could. Are rate we gonna this. rate this? You know um. So I mean, I didn't talk about it very much, but I did have some faults with this movie. I felt oh, okay. like it was just. 
very odd for mm. me. And though I did really like it because it was very different too. Um, but I think I'm probably going to give it a very comparable rating to um, fucking uh, Shang-Chi. So oh, okay. let me go ahead and pull up the, the list so Did I can we... look at Shang-Chi. Well, um, despite, despite my small criticisms, despite uh, I think I'm going to give it an okay rating. Okay. So yeah, I gave Shang-Chi a 3.7 and that that tracks with how yeah. I feel about this movie. So I, that seems I, very what did I give Shang-Chi? You gave Shang-Chi a... Three point eight. What did what did I give Shang Chi? You gave it a two point five. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> it's not. It's not that bad. So, Paul Damon, what are you going to give it? Uh, I'm going to give this a three point seven. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I actually really enjoyed the movie. Um, but I, I'm sorry, I got to take points away for the shitty CGI <laughs> because, like, <laughs> it's an airplane. So it's well. an airplane. You're spending millions of dollars and you get all these fir- fucking beautiful fight scenes done perfectly. And actors. And actors. You do all of it perfectly and then you got a shitty ass oh, airplane. The action in this movie was. Uh, to go back so onto good. that real quick, the action in this movie was fucking dope. Yeah. Like, straight up, some of the best action I've seen in a Marvel movie, frankly. I agree. But, uh, but yeah, in all honesty, y'all heard my complaints of sex mm-hmm. scenes. Um, lack of a sex scene. <laughs> if you're going to have one, you better have <laughs> the other. Exactly. <laughs> There's there's no fucking cherry picking here in this world. Okay? Yeah, everyone has sex. Yeah, buckle. All or nothing, <laughs> bitch. Um, but, should we have a? Should we have yeah, a three point seven to my rating? Okay, good. Should should we have had a Makari and Druig sex scene? And also, no. do you think there was Athena and Gilgamesh sex scene? Probably. No. Would that? Oh, because there is already a boy girl sex scene. There has to oh, be. Oh, I get what you mean. Okay. I would argue none of them. Maybe even a girl girl sex scene. I'd argue okay. none of them are human. So it was the first on screen eternal sex scene, you know? <laughs> so Whatever. that's a good call. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, give it a 3.8 like I gave it. I think oh. we're all just going to follow our Shang-Chi ratings. Not I'm gonna, me. I'm going to give it a 3.8 because, yeah, that uh, that sounds about right, too. That it's, okay. You know, I, it was a gorgeous film with a lot to enjoy from it, but definitely with some with a very trackable story and a lot of, uh, like, small faults that See, just I, make I, it imperfect, you know? I feel like this movie was so... Um... Like, yeah, sure, you could probably predict that Icarus is going to be bad, but, like, if you didn't see any promotional material, you wouldn't have ever anticipated Icarus to be bad, in my opinion. I didn't remember the trailer, and I was 50-50 on Icarus, his his character, like, going into the movie. I was hoping his whatever he was doing this whole time while he was away Was was going to be something completely different, like something even more detached where it's like oh i've been you know collecting the infinity stones and you're like what the fuck you know what i mean i, I was hoping it was gonna be something unfathomable like completely wild off yeah off yeah. the beaten yeah unknown uh but yeah so that's eternals um this release i don't know when this is gonna be a bonus episode so i don't know when it exactly is coming out it could come out more recent to yeah. what we're even talking about bonus in current uh episodes so uh just you thank get it you when you get it <laughs> yeah thank you guys for listening follow us on instagram that's gonna be in the show notes rate and review us on ins- on not iTunes. instagram itunes no you better podcast. do Apple it. podcasts uh if Anywhere. you guys if you guys give us a five-star rating and there's no slurs i will read it on the podcast oh man you can't you can't fucking cuss you can cuss you just can't say racial slurs no, or no, like no. any kind of <laughs> no slurps 
right. no slurps, no racial slurps, or any prejudices whatsoever. So, what'd you say? All right, fuck well, you. What are we doing next week? Uh, I can't say because oh, I don't know when say. this we fucking, don't fucking comes know. out. We don't <laughs> right. know. All right. Well, thank you all so much for being here. Uh, Eternals has been a lot of fun, and so whatever we're doing uh, after this, we'll uh, see you then. Or we'll see you on another time. So, bye, guys. Good. Get the fuck out. Fucking bye. Lizard shit. Fuck. This mouse is dead, I'm pretty sure. I think it was left on all night or something. It's good. That's how you know that Kenny's good at puts, killing mice. It does put itself to sleep, but it might be dead. Did it maybe just not connect to the computer? Oh, it has not. No, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah but the light's not even coming it? on. Underneath. Hey, guys, welcome back to... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right when Kenny gets up. <laughs> this is me talking into Ian's mic. Gay. Oh, yeah, like, yeah the Bluetooth's not on. Oh, it's not even on. <laughs> Dude, okay, connection lost. Hey, there we go. All right, cool. That was an econo scare. The audacity. Now, let me take this fucking gorgeous ass hat off. Oh, we're not going to wear okay, fine. Channel 5 News? No, just, take it off. If it's uncomfortable. Like, no, nah, it's fine. I'll, okay. I'll do it. Yeah, I can't be the only one with that hat on. Do you want to wear a Channel 5 shirt? What? No. So we're all matching? <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> all right. All right, you guys ready? pants. Well, that would be cool if they had like joggers with Channel Five across the. Lake. And then we could like form an outfit. <laughs> we will be the Channel Five Voltron. <laughs> okay, you guys ready? Yes. For this. Mm-hmm.